Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Slugcast. This is Jennifer with the Division of Student Affairs and Success. In this episode, I'm joined by Jonathan Weidman, Associate Director of TAPS, Department of Transportation and Parking Services, and Jay Shepard, Student Marketing and Communications Intern at TAPS. Today, we're here to discuss the details of the new e-bike share program coming to UCSC this June. So, Jonathan, could you explain what the bike sharing program means and describe the program for those who haven't heard about it? Absolutely, and thanks for having us today. I'm an avid listener to Slugcast, so super super excited to be on the pod. Um, so a lot of affiliates will remember Jump Bike, uh, which operated up until 2020 just in the city of Santa Cruz. This is a pretty similar system, but it's going to be operated by a vendor called B-Cycle. And they'll actually have a formal relationship with the university and be allowed to operate on campus and have docking areas on campus. So that's kind of the main difference um, between Jump Bike and what's going to be called Santa Cruz B-Cycle, um, is that you have to pick up the bike and drop it off at the same place. Um, it's all e-bikes, and they can go up to 17 miles an hour with a pedal assist. So it's a little bit different than some of the standard e-bikes, which have a throttle. Um, but yeah, you can pick up a bike, you can drop it off at any one of the docking locations, um, and eventually it'll be a county-wide system. But we're going to be launching it in the city of Santa Cruz and on campus uh, oh, next cool. month. And as the associate director of TAPS, why do you think this program is important for the city and like overall UCSC community? Yeah, so at the high level, transportation is the number one source of emissions in Santa Cruz. Um, so just from the sustainability perspective, thinking about the growth of the university, we really want to be more sustainably minded and have more people getting out of single occupancy vehicles. The other side of it is the access um, to all the things that campus offers. Um, you know, that's obviously all of our student classes and programs and all the learning that happens here, but also from the employee side to jobs and the resources that the university offers. We know getting around campus can be hard. It's a very spread out campus. It's very hilly. Um, and we know, you know, the cost of e-bikes is really high. And so this is a great solution um, kind of meeting a lot of the goals, you know, from a sustainability, from an access and student success perspective, um, and also from a health and wellness perspective, getting people on bikes, getting a little bit of that passive exercise, getting out some fresh air um, really improves your mental health and uh, physical health sure. as well. How do you see this program kind of alleviating the longer commute times that some students might experience, like if there's some delays in the bus or um, not access to an e-bike like you said yeah great and timely yeah. question so <laughs> you know going into the spring quarter we had full staffing uh with our bus drivers um and through just a lot of personal reasons with our you know our amazing bus drivers um, a lot of them needed to take some time off um, so unfortunately as of today we're down seven drivers right now which for our small yeah. operation is a lot um, so, you know, we were really excited to be adding mm. bike share in as a complement and not really a supplement to uh, transit service. But um, in the short term, you know, as we recruit and train more drivers, this will be a great option to help people get around while we're not able to run as many buses. Um, so we're going to be working really hard to be fully staffed again in the fall and roll out some kind of creative new ideas for bus driver training. But in the meantime, you know, Bike share is a great way to take that short trip that might be a little bit too far yeah. to walk or a little bit too hilly or it's too dark. 
um, you know, bike share is a great option for those shorter trips. So instead of waiting for the bus, grab one of the e-bikes, get to your destination quicker, not have to mm-hmm. sit in traffic, not wait on the buses. Yeah. Well. And Jay, what were your initial thoughts about this program for like a student's perspective? When I heard that we were launching e-bikes on campus, like e-bike share, I was so excited. Um, I'm someone who really likes to bike, but I just don't have a bike mm-hmm. on campus. And I've always wanted to bike around Santa Cruz because Santa Cruz is a super fun city to bike in. And I feel like getting around campus just seems like it's going to be so much easier and more fun with these bikes. I think that um, when I heard that it was $12 for like unlimited 60 minute rides for an entire year, I was like, there's no way like that's that's too good Um, (laughs) because, you know, like Jonathan was saying, the price of e-bikes is super high and I would love to be an e-bike owner someday. But as a college student, it's just probably not in the cards. (laughs) But 12 bucks for unlimited 60 minute rides is a pretty good deal for sure. And I think. Natural Bridges is like 20 minute bike ride. So I don't know. I think that would be pretty cool. Also, how do you plan to spread the word and and get students interested in the e-bike program? Yeah. So um, I help run TAPS's social media. So definitely social media platforms like Instagram are going to be a great way to get the word out. We have a lot of students who use social media. So obviously posting about that is going to be a great way for everyone to hear about it. Um, also we, um, also the organization Slug Bike Life is probably going to be doing a lot of fun events involving e-bikes. Um, our handle is at Slug Bike Life on Instagram at slugbikelife.org. Slug Bike Life does a ton of bike events that are definitely going to help promote the word about e-bikes. What benefits can you, can students expect from the e-bike program? I guess uh, as I guess as a student, I can take this one first. Um, I think being able to get her on campus a lot quicker is going to be one of the main ones, at least from a student perspective. You know, kind of like Jonathan was saying earlier, you don't have to wait for a bus. You don't have to like park and walk. You can just hop on a bike when it feels a little too far to walk. And for me, I feel like that'll be a really good way to just get around super quick because biking is really fast you can go you can go a lot of places real quick on a bike so I think at least from my perspective as a student just the speed and efficiency is going to be one of the biggest benefits and also like Jonathan said getting outside getting to bike around like our beautiful campus like we go to school and one of the prettiest places in the world at least in my opinion so it's like you know why not get on a bike get outside start seeing those trees yeah and on like personally, I love the Great Meadow yeah. bike path. Yeah. And do you foresee any partnerships or events to incentivize the use of e-bike program? I definitely like I mentioned earlier, Slug Bike Life is probably going to be one of the biggest partnerships, um, you know, that we're going to use to promote B-Cycle. Uh, Slug Bike Life puts on a ton of events every month, you know, things like group rides, you know, free helmet and light giveaways, stuff that's super, super useful and exciting for students who bike on campus. So what are some safety guidelines that students should follow once they start using the e-bike chair program? Yeah, great question. So safety is our number one priority. We really want people to be safe. Um, The good thing about bike share is statistically, there's been very, very low death rates and injury rates when people use bike share. Mm -hmm. It's largely due to the kind of heavier nature of the bike. It's very sturdy. Um, The step through model kind of helps people approach it um, from where they're at. 
and you know the larger tires so there's just kind of those built-in safety factors the bike ha- the bikes have lights that automatically turn on and they're charged by the battery but from the user side you know we really strongly encourage people to wear helmets slug bike life gives, gives out free helmets they're really high quality helmets too um, and we help people get acquainted to how to wear a helmet not everybody knows that um, so when you receive that helmet it's fitted to you you're shown how to use it um, and then other guidelines you know we really just want people to be you know, mindful that a bike can, you know, it's a tool. It can be used the wrong way, right? So ride at a safe speed. The bikes, they go up to 17 miles an hour. You do have to pedal them. But especially when you're going downhill, um, be mindful um, and be aware of others around you. And then use your hand signals. So it can just be a simple pointing to the right or left. Those hand signals go a long way to other road users. Um, cars are looking for you to do that and other bike riders and pedestrians are looking for you to signal where you're going to go yeah for sure thank you how has this program been developed and have there been any changes or was this program always the end goal to bring e-bikes to santa cruz so this started long before i was here actually i've been here going on three years now um, but one of my colleagues Teresa, has been working on bike share since before it was even called Jump. Um, so it's been, you know, solidly five years in the making. Um, but when we were rethinking Bike Share after Jump ended, um, Teresa started by collaborating with some other transportation officials um, from Cabrillo College, the city of Capitola, the city of Watsonville, the county, and the city of Santa Cruz. It was really amazing to see, like, all these entities working together towards a common goal. So to kind of answer your question, there was this vision for e-bike share, um, but it didn't. The, the details weren't really honed in um, yet because the industry has changed so much. We've seen this proliferation of e-scooters and all these other devices, and the companies come and they go and they get bought out, and they have tons of venture capital. Um, so we put we started by putting out a request for information to even even gauge interest from the industry in working with us. Um, that's just kind of a standard tool when you're doing something new or something that hasn't really been done um, in your area before. We got 10 responses to that RFI. So that's a pretty good signal that there was industry interest. So we put out a request for proposals. It's a more um, formalized, more structured um, process. And that's how we ended up with B-Cycle. We set up some scoring criteria. They came and interviewed with us. We rode their bikes. Um, and all the jurisdictions landed on B-Cycle as the vendor. Um, and they're owned by Trek, and they operate 50 other bike shares throughout the country. So we had a pretty strong comfort level with them. So um, a lot of the details and the nuances got ironed out in the contracting process. Um, but yeah, this was always the big picture vision, was to have an e-bike share throughout the entire county. Yeah. So now it's starting at UCSC and then expanding into the county later on. Yeah, the other four jurisdictions, Watsonville, Cabrillo, Capitola, and the county are hoping to launch next. Do you have any closing comments about what you think about the program, how you think it's going to be rolling out? Is there anything we should expect in June? Yeah, so docks are going in right now. I think we have about 12 of the docking areas already installed. Um, There's 14 more on the way. Um, So you'll see those going in over the month of May and in early June. And then our ribbon cutting is planned for June 20th. 
Obviously, a lot of students don't stick around for the summer, um, so it's kind of be a bit of a soft launch, which will be nice, get our feet under us, see how the system balances out, um, where we need more bikes, where we might need more docks, um, that kind of thing. Um, but in the fall, that's kind of be our main, you know, prime time, really get the students um, engaged on um, and using the bikes. But applications are open right now. Um, and the key thing to remember, so if you do apply now, you pay your $12 as a student or $59 as an employee, you don't start your one-year membership until you take your first ride. So there's so much excitement about this, and, you know, we wanted to open up applications early so people could, you know, get through the process, get familiar with it, learn more. Um, but their one year doesn't start until they take their first ride. So definitely check out our website. Uh, it's uh, right there on the homepage. Uh, you can click and apply. Awesome. Oh, yeah, and I'll link it below, too. <laughs> Thank you, Jonathan and Jay, for joining Slugcast today to help launch this e-bike share program. I know I'm personally excited because there are some days or, like, most days that I forget to charge my e-bike. If you're just like me or just want to try it out, I will link the sign up for the e-bike share program membership in the description. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure to follow UCSC Taps at UCSC underscore Taps on Instagram for more updates on the e-bike share launch program. And make sure to follow Slugcast at UCSC Slugcast on Instagram for more updates on new episodes. This has been Jennifer with the Division of Student Affairs and Success, Slugcast. <laughs>